Hello and welcome to the Equine Business Podcast. Today I am talking about 10 reasons why your marketing may not be working for your equestrian business because it's something that I see so often when people come in and they go, how do I get clients? How do I get clients? I can't seem to make it work. And they're trying all the things, but nothing's working. So stay tuned because today I am going to share this. And this is actually a re-recording of my very first podcast. So um, it's a new version, new and updated for 2020. So do enjoy it. Take care. Welcome to the Equine Business Assistant Podcast, helping you build a better business to live life on your terms, with your host, Jenny Bush. Thank you for joining me today. So please do hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, and I'd love it if you could leave me a review while you're there, because it absolutely makes my day to read them. So also, today we are talking about 10 reasons why your equine business marketing isn't working. And before I get onto that, I want to tell you, I've got you a little freebie that will help you with this. And it's 40 ways to market your equestrian business. I will make sure I put the links in the show notes. So please do sign up to get that little free gift on me and it will hopefully give you some ideas that you can try to get your equestrian business on track uh, with your marketing and also give you access to my emails where I share more that I won't share on these podcasts or in my blog posts or anywhere else. Um, So it's absolutely really valuable to help your business. So if you're feeling like you're working really, really hard on building your equestrian business and you're doing your best, but you just aren't making enough money, you don't have the clients, you're not very consistent, and you feel like you go from feast to famine a little bit uh, because you just can't seem to fill the diary or just the way your business is set up is not working. Now, there's probably a lot of things that are causing that, I won't lie, but one of them could well be your marketing. So let's have a quick work through as to why it might be your marketing and what you can do about it because this is something I see so often and very often I can just go and look at somebody's website or look at somebody's um, social media page or their Instagram and say well have you tried this Um, and as soon as they put that one little tweak in place they notice a massive massive change. So there's 10 common things that I see as problems when it comes to to marketing businesses. Um, The first one is they're just not marketing to the right people in the right places. So this is where it comes to making sure that all your messages are actually falling on the right ears and they're in the right place. So know who your ideal client is. Now, it's one of those moments when everybody goes, oh, yeah, I know who my ideal client, but actually you might have an ideal client for each different offering that you've got. It's like you're not going to offer the same you're not going to have the same ideal client if you're trying to get livery clients and beginner riders. They're not the same people. You know, they're, they're not people ready to have their own horse and need livery. So you might have to review your ideal client for everything that you're talking about. And when you come from the place of talking to that specific person, it makes such a massive difference in your marketing. Um, so it's about understanding them, who they are, what they're struggling with, and market to that one person. Call out those people, the people who are definitely interested in what you've got to offer. Know exactly 
where they're likely to be. Now, if you are targeting um, older equestrians, say 65 plus, because you've got some sort of back in the saddle, nice, easy system that you're going to offer or a nice little course that you're going to offer, they probably aren't going to be on TikTok. That's probably not where you want to be focusing. So again, thinking about the audience, you need to know where they're, where they're actually likely to be. Are they on social media? Are they not on social media? If they're not on social media, which magazines do they read? Which newspapers do they read? Where are they locally? Which tax shops do they visit? Which equestrian centres might they be at? And how can you get in front of them? So it's about yeah, knowing where they're likely to be. And you can only do that when you know who it is that you're looking for. And then you're going to target them. So this sounds this sounds awful, doesn't it? Like target, you're my target. Uh, but it, it's not. It's about find it like getting your message right so that it actually resonates and they understand it and they know that it's written for them so it's almost like they go oh my gosh how did you know that or did you how did you peek through my window and feel see that know that about me and that's from doing the right ideal client work extra little bonus for you actually I will pop in the the links to this I will add in the links for my ideal client workbook as well. If anybody would like to grab that, uh, that will help you to do your ideal client work. Uh, and if you'd like more help, it actually does help when you're working through it with somebody. So this is a perfect thing that you can do with me in one of my strategy sessions. And I also do more of that in the Nail It Mastermind. Okay, so number one is the wrong audience. So then number two is not enough promotion. Now, this is one that I see really, really often with businesses who use social media to drive their, their client their sort of client bookings and their sales um, because they, they think they can just put one post up or send one email and then they're like, but I did it. And I've, I've been guilty of this too. And it's kind of like, I did, I did, I posted it out. I did put it out. I did put it out. I did send an email about it. But sometimes people miss it. Even if you send the emails, I mean, sometimes they don't make it to the inbox in the first place, but sometimes, also like me, I some days will have so many emails, I will just bulk delete and I will only pull out the ones that I need to that day. So um, make sure that you are doing everything you can to get that promotion there. If there is somebody that you know would be perfect for it, make sure that you actually go to them and go, hey, Jill, I was thinking about you today and I've got this and I think you'd be perfect for it. Yeah, yeah that makes so much more sense than just like expecting them and hoping that they'll pick up on a Facebook post because your Facebook posts are actually only going to go to about 5% of your audience if you're lucky, if you are lucky. And that's if it depends whether they're online at that time. There's so many factors. So you need to make sure that you've got enough promotion that you're almost posting about it in different ways in different places you're constantly tweaking the message you're not putting the same message out there all the time because if that message that you've already put out didn't get any results why do you think if you post it again you're going to get some no you need to tweak it you need to change it you need to to liven it out so think of all the different things that you can do and keep posting and I know some people feel like a broken record here and they're like oh but I don't want to keep repeating myself no it's not nice for us to keep repeating ourselves but that's how people get the message. That's how they remember, you know, is because they might have not been in the right place at that time and then suddenly they forgot and then you pop up again with something similar and they go, oh, gosh, I meant to do that. But if you hadn't put it up again, they might have forgotten. And it's like I often say to people, when you get when you hear something more than once, it sticks in your head. It's like a song. The first time you hear it, you might hum the tune, but you won't know the words. The second time you hear it, you'll probably be able to sing the chorus. The third time, oh, excuse me, 
the third time, you might be able to get all the way through it. So don't be afraid to repeat yourself. It's really, really important. And so you must be promoting all the time. So point one was the wrong audience. Point two was not enough promotion. And point three is not the right time. Now, this is really obvious if you think about it, because there's no point marketing what you've got on at Christmas in February. There's no point in marketing your Valentine's gifts in August. Um, but making sure that you actually give just the right amount of time. So that's almost like I like to work sort of three or four weeks ahead. Um, and be, yeah, if I'm promoting a, a specific product, my launch and my plan will start three or four weeks before I actually want it to sell. Um, so think about how long it's going to take to get those people in there. Give yourself that time. I made this mistake with my content calendar and I made this mistake with the um, the 2020 planner. Um, I I knew I wanted to do it and I started the plan and then I got somebody else in to do the design work because I thought, you know, I can outsource that. Um, and so I was kind of like hoping that they'd do the job, but they, they didn't do the job that I needed. And I ended up having to pull it all back and then put, get my head down and redesign the whole planner, which then meant I was late on getting the promotions out because I didn't know how it was going to go. And then I didn't sell it very well because I wasn't really convinced that it was all going to be all right. And so it just turned out into it being an absolute disaster. And it was due to the lack of planning. And I wasn't aware of the time. So please don't make the mistake I did. Make sure you have a timely plan um, in regards to what it is you're trying to sell. Now, the other thing about the time that you need to know is there's no point like putting your posts out when people aren't online sometimes I know it can be really really hard because we just and I and don't get me wrong if you can if this is the only time you've got to do it do it I'd rather have you do it than not do it you know done is better than perfect always totally my motto but there is no point putting your social media posts out at 11 o'clock at night when most of your audience might be in bed and the hopes that they might see it in the morning because actually in the morning then everybody else will be posting and then they'll see their posts first. Um, and the way that the algorithms work is if you post and you get some engagement really quickly when you post it, it goes, oh, this is good, and it then shares it to more. So you need to be posting ideally at the times that people are about. Now, this is one of the questions I often get asked like how to know. Um, there are some tools that you can use. There is an app which I do believe is called When to Post. I'm just going to double check that and hopefully it's still on. Um, yeah, When to Post. That's an app that I've got on my phone which will tell you when to post on Instagram. Um, you can also look at your analytics um, which will tell you like on Facebook when people are on and when people are off. A little bit of a heads up there, bonus tip. For some reason, it shows in Pacific time, I think, and not UK time. So you need to convert the times. Otherwise, you definitely will get the time wrong. But using a scheduler, if you really get, will always help you with that. Um, some people say don't use schedulers because the, the algorithms don't like them. Um, but again, in my experience, I don't see a lot of difference in my own posts when I use a scheduler and when I don't. Um, and I would rather have things scheduled and show up than leave it too late or get busy and forget and not have things gone so it's your choice but make sure that you are aware of the time and this is another reason why email really works because with social media you're totally dependent on the algorithm but with email you send your email and you can send that late at night and it will sit in their inbox till they're ready so this is another reason why if you've got something really good please use email I go on and on and on about it and if you don't know how to set up your email list or you don't have one yet 
trust me, email works for equine businesses. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, we're not big. We don't need to use that. That's just fear talking. It will work. I promise you. It makes a massive difference in my business. It makes a massive difference in my client's business because people are in a different place when they read their emails. So really consider it. And if you would like some help on how to get that set up, there's a course on my website. I will also put the, the link into the the uh, comments um, so that you can get email in a day um, at the moment of recording this I can't guarantee it will be the case when you're listening but at the moment of recording it it's just 27 pounds so it will help you it will work you through almost like I'm sitting there and I will teach you how to set up your email list in a really great platform called MailerLite uh, which is my absolute favorite and I built the whole course from scratch in less than a day so I know and I can guarantee that you can get it done in less than a day and you can start getting people on your email list that day so anyway moving on so quick recap one was the wrong audience two was not enough promotion three is about timing and making sure that you're sending things at the right time number four is too much you <laughs> too much you like if your marketing copy often goes my name is Jill I've written all my life. I love stroking kittens. I love drinking coffee. I love lessons. And then and then we do this and we do that and we do this and we do that. You probably won't get much result. Now, you do still need to include a little bit about that. And people do want to know about you and behind the scenes. However, you need to make it about them first. You totally may need to make it about them first. Then add a little bit of you in. Then add them in again. Um, and so on and one of the places that I see a lot of this is like in the about me sections and nobody and like you read them and you're just like nobody cares they care about what you're going to do for them and I know it's a really harsh thing to say but please focus in your about sections on what you do for them about what you do for them not about you you can add little bits about you because they need to know who you are but make sure that it's the main focus is them so number five is the wrong plan or the wrong strategy. And this is where I really don't want you to make your marketing a one-trick pony. Now, what works in marketing one day may not actually work the next. So you need to have multiple strategies. It's like having many roads leading into Rome as such. You need to have all of those. And recently, um, another equine business coach um, was commenting on a post saying, all you need is Facebook, all you need is Facebook. And I was like, no. No, no, I love Facebook. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Facebook. I'm always on it. And actually, if you want to find me, head on to the Equine Business Assistant at Facebook because that is where I hang out the most. However, building your business with Facebook alone is like building your, your business on borrowed land. Yeah, when you start, you can start with a Facebook page. You can start with doing a few things on there, but you need to quickly move them off Facebook somehow and either onto your website or to your email list or to a list somehow because if something goes wrong and Facebook decides that it's not going to show your posts to your people or Facebook decides that I know this has happened to clients of mine that it's not going to allow any of your links to go to your website to buy anything um, if you are totally reliant on that as your marketing method to get more sales and to get most of your sales yeah, if Facebook crashes or Instagram crashes and it's happened, guys, it's happened not so long ago. And we did have a day when it just crashed all afternoon and everybody was like, oh, no, Facebook is down. 
So please, 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 please make sure you have multiple streams and multiple streams of traffic and multiple ways that people can get into your business. So that is why you need my my ebook, which is 40 Ways to Market Your Business, because I don't just talk about the digital stuff. Um, I talk about the, the basics because word of mouth is still the, one of the best ways that you can get clients. So thinking printing, like there are some things you can do in printing. I don't know many people that still use business cards and flyers, but there are other ways that you can use that. And occasionally there is no harm in sending cards out to the right people. That does work. Social media, PR, phone, word of mouth, getting in tax shops, sponsoring events, Lots of stuff, loads of different ways. So think of multiple sources. So do grab the free ebook. Now, while we're thinking about all of that, it's going to be over an overload. I do get this, right? 40 ways is too much at once, okay? And this is where people fall down because they're like, I know I need lots of different traffic sources. I know I need lots of different traffic sources. So they try to be everywhere and then they end up spread too thin and they're like I can't keep up with this this is too much I'm trying to post it on all the different platforms and I'm trying to um to do LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and email and I'm trying to do blog posting and podcasting and YouTube and I'm trying to do Pinterest and it's hard work what you need to do yeah is choose the one that you feel is going to get you the quickest results the best results quickly focus on that Focus on that until you've nailed it, then add the next one in. Focus on that till you've nailed it, then add the next one in, and so on. And that is how I have managed to be in all the places. Like people often say, oh, you're everywhere. But again, it's because I started with Facebook. I then added in um, Instagram, I think I did next. I then added in my podcast. I then added in YouTube. I then added in um and LinkedIn I think was the next one so that's how I've built it so sometimes you can look and think oh my god Jenny's everywhere I need to be everywhere because that's what Jenny does I didn't do it all at once you've got to remember your journey and where you are at now Um, and that could be even if you're trying to go everywhere and you've tried everything just go right okay which one's the best for me at the moment and focus on that get rid of some overwhelm and one of the ones that I dropped really quickly was Twitter um, because I don't really enjoy the platform very much and I wasn't getting a lot from it. So I decided that I wouldn't have that as a focus. However, I might pick that up again in in the future. And I do occasionally check on it. Um, But yeah, don't try and do all 40 things at once, please, 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 please. So that's that's about your plan or strategy. Actually have a plan or strategy. Get your strategy nailed for one platform. Um, That could even be a group. Um, wherever it is whatever it is you're going to do is your main strategy that month or for the next three months and then add the next one in don't don't try and overload yourself really really important so then number six is you're not consistent and ad hoc marketing will always get ad hoc results you know it's, it's like having rhythm you know it's the first scale of training when you're riding a horse is the rhythm you need the rhythm in your marketing without that rhythm everything the results will be bumpy you know <laughs> they won't be consistent they will they will not have um the right timing and they will they just won't give you the results that you want so consistent results will come when you get consistent and that means again going back to the strategy one place get that one right then move on to the next now it doesn't need to be rigid and it doesn't mean you have to post everywhere like the same place every single day if you don't want to but choose what will work for you and what you can do don't make it too complicated that's one thing that I tried to do 
very difficult, but try and work out a nice, simple strategy and something that you can commit to and keep up because it's not too much. So for me, one of the things that I try to be really consistent about is my email. Um, I will, there is very rarely a week goes by without an email from me. If you get an email, if you don't get an email from me in a week, there might be something wrong. I will warn you. <laughs> yeah, I do try and make yeah, make the emails because I know that's one of the best ways for me to reach my people. Um, I do make my calls regularly and I do post on social media regularly and I can do that and I can get into a rhythm of that. So do the same with you. Then number seven is you don't measure your marketing. Now, this is one thing that people struggle with and it's often referred to as KPIs or if you've got my planner, it says as KPIs and these are key performance indicators. And what you need to know is what the result you want. So that's at the end. So that's often referred to as a lag indicator. Like what's the result and what's the, the stuff that you need to do to get that result. And you need to be tracking the stuff that you need to do, not the results. We can't guarantee the results. So if, for example, you're you're trying to, in your business, you want to put an advert out, you want to get 10 people book something, what actions do you need to be making sure to get to those 10 how many people are you going to need to reach to get to 10 yeah that's that's a very important metric to track so you need to be saying okay is this is this hitting 100 people every day am i reaching 100 people every single day for the next five days and then you should get your 10 people um yeah keeping a track are you doing your sales post every single day are you doing something to sell every single day are you marketing every single day Whatever it is that you feel you need to do as your as your little sort of tactics in your strategy, make sure you are tracking and measuring your performance on those tactics, whether you're showing up and doing them, and then you're tracking your results. So little things that, that do that. So again, I always track like my reach on Facebook. I always track my um, followers because I want to know how many new followers I've gained each week because if my focus, for example, is I'm trying to um this month because my focus changes all the time as i'm sure yours, yours will but if i'm having a big push to get more people into my audience on my email list i know if i'm growing my facebook page if that number's going up i know if the email number is going up every single week every single month i know if my open rates are going up so again think about what the result is and what what you actually what will show you if you're close to that result because especially if you're getting like an income goal it's really hard um to just do the income you need to know what it actually track the actions it, that lead up to getting that i hope that made sense so yeah not measuring so it's really important to measure it the number eight is having no direction or goal and sometimes we set the goalposts totally in the wrong place so really be clear on what it is that you want from your marketing and like some people are like, they, they bang on about return on investment and ROI. And it's always tricky sometimes to track that. Some some things are easier to track the ROI on than others. Um, so maybe you need to work out like, what is it that I actually want that I can measure? Yeah, because ROI, while it is a really good marketing measure, it's not always the easiest one to track depending on what it is. Like if your goal is to get more followers. And in order to do that, you want more engagement. Posting a Facebook sales post of just something on your blog probably won't get the engagement you want. So it's about making sure that you know what the goal is and then you know how you're going to get that. 
So, um, yeah, for example, if your goal is um, you want to get more show jumping clients, you're not going to put every post out about dressage stuff, you know, really being sort of specific about what the end result actually is for you and how you're going to do it in your in your copy and how you're going to do it in your planning. And then number nine is not following up. I see this one really, really often, and I've been guilty of this, and I don't know why I think there's a lot of mindset issues around following up. But in all your marketing, you need to make sure that one, people know how to find you and they know how to get in touch. And then you make sure that you've got a plan of how you deal with any inquiries as quickly as possible and how you follow up on messages and making sure you've got a system that you can actually like track your clients and track your leads and those people interested and you can go back to them and like it's one of those those things that always baffles me because sometimes it's one of the easiest things to do but yet we make it the hardest and we put it off (laughs) I don't know why I'm totally guilty of that but try and really write down like what are the steps that you need to do after um, and make sure that you actually follow up so ask them to send you a Facebook message and make sure that you reply to it, have an autoresponder set that directs people to it, whatever it is, but make sure that you do actually follow up in your marketing. And then number 10, which, you know, it should be the most obvious thing to do, but so often we forget it. And I've been really guilty of leaving this one out. And it's actually spelling out what the next step is, having that clear call to action. So people, especially on social media, need to be told what to do. And if you don't say, book a call, they probably won't do it. So really spell it out. And it could be something as simple as call now, look at this link, download this, sign up, hit the like, leave me a comment, send me a message, um, share this, actually tell them what to do. Yeah, and that way you will get a lot more results. It makes a massive, massive difference and will lead them to the next step. So just a quick recap of all of that that I've gone. So the top 10 reasons that I noticed that equine business isn't working is number one, they're not not got the audience right in mind. They're just marketing to everybody. Number two, not enough promotion. You need to repeat yourself. You didn't learn to ride a horse by sitting on it and trotting once. You learned by repetition. You definitely did. You really did. Don't argue with me on that one. <laughs> I know that for a fact. So make sure you teach your clients by repeating, 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 get it out there. Number three is not the right time. Number four, it's too much you. Yeah, it's not about you. It's about them. Number five, the wrong plan or strategy. Number six, not being consistent. Number seven, not measuring. Number eight, no direction or goal. Number nine, no follow-up plan. Number 10, no clear calls to actions. And that's it. So I hope this has been really, really useful. Don't forget to get to the links and grab your 40 ways to market your equestrian business. Grab the ideal client workbook that I will send to you. Also, if you are interested in getting on my email course, say it's just £27 on my website. Or for anything else, please do have a look at jennybush.com. And if you enjoyed this, And as I said earlier, I would really, really love it if you subscribe and leave me a review. It makes such a massive difference and it helps me get found by other equestrian business owners. And I'm on a mission to help as many equestrian businesses worldwide as I possibly can. So you getting on board with that really, really helps. And it could be as simple as just adding it in your story on Instagram or something like that, whatever. But thank you very, very much. So... 
until the next episode, I will be waiting. <laughs> I've got lots of things lined up and I hope to catch you really soon. But for now, keep kicking on in your equestrian business and I will speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.